Hello, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Friday, August 19th, 2022. I'm Mike Kachopoli. All right, it's Friday. It's the end of another week. All right, we all made it through another week. Hope everyone is doing well out there. You know, I try to uh, talk about some local things. People listen to the show regularly know that I uh, live in San Francisco. Um, but I understand that, you know, this is a podcast. This is national, not just national. This is worldwide because we are on what they call the World Wide Web. Remember when everything was www. You don't even write that in anymore, do you? That was so big at the beginning to make sure, make sure you write in www. when you want to go to the website. No one even does that anymore. But anyway, yes, it's the World Wide Web. And so it's worldwide. And I, I do hope that people around the world care that I live in such a crazy nut job city. They have empathy. They have sympathy for me. I really hope they do. And I like to share some of the local flavor here of San Francisco. And remember, what happens here happens around much of the country in blue cities. So it's not just a San Francisco thing when we talk about, you know, homelessness, we talk about shit on the streets, human and animal, and uh, we talk about, you know, uh, drug addiction and fentanyl problems and crime and all this stuff and looting and raping and pillaging. This is Democrat-run cities all around this country. So it's not just San Francisco. But I do like to talk about some local San Francisco things, you know, like the mayor, London Breed, and the, the board of supervisors and how useless they are and how much money they make. People don't realize that the, the board of supervisors here make more than any board of supervisors, city council in the country, in a city of only half a million people, that the mayor here has the largest salary, I believe $340,000 a year, the largest salary of any mayor in the country in a city of only maybe a little more than a half million people. So these are things that I like to share with people just to show how fucking out of control crazy it is here when the Democrats run the show, when the inmates run the asylum. So I go on my Twitter feed today. By the way, I just I just finished my seven-day uh, Twitter ban, a seven-day Twitter ban for something that, of course, was totally innocuous. But the robots who pick up these things uh, thought it was something so awful that they had to suspend me for seven days. So I was I was suspended for seven days. And I just go back today to look at my Twitter feed. And I say, you know what? Give me another seven-day suspension because I cannot believe what I'm seeing. I see a story from Richie Greenberg, who you may have seen on Fox. He's the one who had uh, starred the whole thing to get Chesabudin recalled, the, the DA who was just recently recalled here. And he's been on Fox from time to time. To talk about that and local San Francisco issues, and I see a tweet from him today, and it says, uh, it says, a, a ballot measure, this is what they want to do, a ballot measure to cancel the 2023 race for San Francisco mayor, DA, sheriff, city attorney is on this November's ballot. So let me get this. So it's a ballot measure that would cancel if it passes. The elections next year in 2023, the local off-year elections for, for mayor, DA, sheriff, and city attorney. It postpones that election for one year till 2024. So I'm trying to get this straight. So they want to put – they are going to from what I understand. So this this must mean 
This must mean they got the signatures to get on this ballot this year, this November's ballot. So the, the voters of San Francisco will be able to decide whether the 2023 election gets postponed for a year and these people can keep their job for an extra year. So if your term is uh, two years, it's three years. If your term is four years, like mayor, it's a five-year term. Now, you might be asking yourself, why? Why would this even be considered? Well, now, the reason they give isn't because they're power-hungry authoritarian fascists, the way they've proven for two and a half years of COVID, and they want to have an extra – they want to gift themselves another year. They don't want to bother running next year. They'd rather wait till the, the presidential election in 2024 to run. Now, the reason they give is something about cost-cutting, about why bother having an election. We can cut costs and put it all into the 2024 election and save money next year, and it's only one more year. I know this sounds insane because it is insane. It, it's, it's absolutely insane. You could Once you set precedent, you can do this anywhere, right? Oh, let's give ourselves another year. Eh, who wants to bother running? Who wants to waste that money? Let's give ourselves another free year. So – now, the real reason is, of course, well, they want another year. And, of course, the city's in such incredibly shit shape that they're, I guess, hoping by something like, like, like there'll be, like, there'll be the third, the second coming of Christ and the city will be repaired and they'll be in better shape to run in 2024 because if they're running next year, of course, they're all going to be in terrible shape because the city sucks. Everyone knows if the city didn't suck, if this city was in good shape, they would absolutely want to run next year. So that's one reason. The other reason is because they figure they'll have a better chance in the 2024 election because it's a presidential election, right? People will be coming out. You know, the, the, the liberals of San Francisco will be coming out to vote against Trump, DeSantis. So there'll be a higher voter turnout, which means it'll be better for them. Either way, this really shows what, a, what, what fascist these people are. And these are the same people. Isn't, this is so nutty. Could you imagine? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's, let's do the can you imagine game. Can you imagine if Trump or any Republican, let's use Trump, had said they wanted to cancel the election for another year. Imagine if Trump said, I want, I'm giving myself another. I want to give myself another year. I'm going to gift myself a year. I'm, ah, I wasn't going to run for re-election in 2020. We'll make it 2021. What would people say about that? These are the same people who call him a fascist. The same people says he tried to steal an election. These people want to gift themselves another year in the name of cost cutting. Like Democrats ever cared about cost cutting. They're spending $25,000 on garbage cans here. They'll spend $25,000 per garbage can, but they can't have an election in 2023. Democracy cannot exist in 2023 for cost cutting, but they'll spend 25K per garbage can here. This is the fucking nutcase, shithole, shitlib city I live in. So you must have some sympathy for me. You must. I'm begging you on this Friday. On this good Friday, not good Friday, but good Friday to have sympathy for me. Have sympathy for me. So San Francisco in November will vote to cancel the election next November.
designated as proposition, what's this number? H. On the ballot, this November, it will extend the current term an additional year for Mayor DA and others until 2024. So I, I need to talk maybe to Richie Greenberg or someone else about this. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm looking at the comments on the Richie's feed and people saying exactly what I've just said to you. They want to delay it so they can get on a president. They're not, not doing this to save money. They expect a poor turnout for an off-year election and they believe their chances are better in 2024. <laughs> you know, this is... Absolutely insane. Now, so I'm guessing, see, it's a, it's a proposition, and it's going to be on the ballot. They had to have gotten signatures. You need signatures for propositions, don't you? I don't know. I have to check with Richard. I don't know if the city can just put this on there. I don't think so. I believe every initiative, every proposition, you need to get signatures. What nut jobs in the city would sign this? Would put their signatures on this? Anyway, it's going to be on the ele- it's going to be on the ballot here on November eighth of this year. To cancel the 2023 race. To cancel the 2023 election. And these are Democrats who say they believe in democracy. How often do they say Republicans don't believe in democracy? Republicans are fascists, authoritarians. They don't believe in democracy. They don't believe in democracy. They don't believe in democracy. We Democrats, we believe in democracy and the democratic way of life. We believe, we believe. How often do we hear this from these assholes? And yet here we are. Here we are. And you might be thinking to yourself, if you live in a normal area of the country, and there are many, there are many. Doesn't sound like it when you listen to this show, but I I know there are many. You may think to yourself, well, Mike, stop getting, Mike, it's Friday. Stop getting so upset. Don't get so upset, Mike. Don't get so upset. Don't get upset about this because, of course, it's not going to pass. It's not going to pass. People aren't going to vote for this. Well, this is San Francisco, baby. This is San Francisco. And it very well could pass. It very well, of all I've said about this city, of all I've explained about this city of mine, you got to know it can pass. In fact, they wouldn't put this on the ballot they had, if they had no shot, right? They wouldn't bother going through the effort of putting this on the ballot, of getting this on the ballot if they believed it did not have a shot. And it does have a shot here. It, it, of course, this would not have a shot in any kind of normal place, in any kind of normal society, This would not have any shot to pass. But here it does have a shot to pass. Here it has a good shot to pass. Because I live in a very sick place. This is a very, very sick place I live in. Have I made that clear how sick this place is? There's a reason why I have to give – well, I'll I'll give the city some credit. The people who left, I'll give them credit. There's a reason why a couple hundred thousand people left this city over the last two and a half years. There's a reason why probably closer to a quarter of a million people, no matter what they tell you the real number is, 
have left and many more would probably at least twice as many would like to leave because it has gone insane because you have politicians who feel they can put an uh, initiative like this on the ballot, just have the fucking gojones to put an issue like this on the ballot and also know it might pass. And know it might pass. And what would that do? What would that do to embolden politicians all over the country who say, wow, look at this. We can just give ourselves a free year. Wait a minute. How about free two years? Wait a minute. How about no off-year elections? How about we just extend every term two years? It's absolutely insane. It really is. And, of course, the crime. You know, everyone out there knows who listens to this show regularly knows uh, my, my listener and caller, Daniel. And you probably won't hear him on this show because he had called me about a half hour before I went on the air. And he said, do you know anyone who can help, you know, stop my car? It's not your car. What are you talking about? Well, you know, just, you know, jimmy it, give it a, what do you call that? Lift up the hood and, you know, get the battery a jump, a jump, a jump. I don't have a car. These terms jump. I said, no, I don't know anybody. Well, everyone I know, he doesn't even have a car. And I said, what happened? He said, well, I parked my car on a street um, here in San Francisco. And I he, he went back to the car and he noticed something was off. And like the passenger window was like halfway down. So he opened the door, went in the car, realized that everything in the glove compartment was gone. He said, luckily, it was just like, you know, manuals and stuff. He said, but um, they jimmied the car. I guess they tried to hotwire it right and it didn't they'd failed but it seemed like they drained the battery so his car wasn't starting and so this is late night and he's wondering is there anyone out there who he he can't start the car right because they tried to they tried to these scumbags tried to hotwire it and they burnt out the battery so here he is in a place and those of you who know cities know that you have to move your car off in the next day you can't leave it there like by 7 a.m the next day you have to move it otherwise they'll ticket it or tow it depending if you're in a towaway zone so we said he has no way to start his car and he doesn't know should he call a mechanic to try to start it if the mechanic can't then he has to has to tow it where is he going to tow it? this is this is life in san francisco this is life in san francisco where they steal car people people here in san francisco this is the most sick thing they put signs on their cars You'll go, you, you could walk around here and you'll pass several cars that have written, handwritten signs on them saying, there's nothing valuable in here. Please don't break in. There's nothing valuable. In this. We're, we're like, we're like subservient. We're like slaves to the criminals, to the savages in these cities. So they put signs, please don't break into my car. Please don't break into my car. There's nothing in here. Well, look, these people broke into his car. And they took the damn manuals out of the glove. You can use, can you sell manual? What are they going to do with the manuals? That's all that was in there. How stupid. It's ridiculous. But you know, they just want to take something. They want to take something. And this is the criminal element in cities such as mine here in San Francisco. So we have these criminals. We have the, the, the looting. We have the robbing. We have the, 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 the raping. We have the stealing. And we have politicians who want to just gift themselves another year in office. Please give us a gift year. Let's cancel the election next year. I, I just it, it blows my mind when I think about what would happen if Trump had said that. 
If Trump had just said, let's cancel the 2020 election, let's cancel, do it a year later, I'm going to give myself a free year. What would the Democrats be saying about that? How many times did my Democrat, I can't tell how many times my Democrat friends, my friends with Trump derangement syndrome told me, he's going to cancel the election. Oh, he's going to cancel it. He's going he's to cancel the election. He's going to cancel it. He's going to cancel it. And yet, of course, that never happened. And yet here are Democrats in San Francisco who want to cancel the 2023 election and give themselves a free year. Understand what that comes with. That comes with a free year of salary. That comes with another 340K for the mayor, another 190K per city council member. They ain't going to do it for free. This is insanity, people. This is absolute, utter lunacy here. Please give us a free year to save money. Please pay us an extra year to save money. Does that make any sense? Pay these huge bloated salaries, the highest salaries of any city in this country, in a city of only 500,000, 550,000 people now, to save money. But this is the logic that it doesn't matter with logic here. These people are so brain dead here. They're so zombified that logic doesn't matter. I can talk logic till my vein in my head pops open. It doesn't matter to these people. They don't care. They don't care about logic. The Democrats only care about power, authoritarianism, telling you what to do and making sure you understand they're in control and you're subservient to them. The opposite, the exact opposite. 180 degree opposite of what our Constitution says, of what we're supposed to be about. That's what these people are about. That's what they're about. And the asshole Republicans, and we'll talk more about this next week, are not connecting the dots for the people, which is why they're losing in the polls. If you believe polls, let's believe polls. They could be off, but let's believe the polls. And these Republicans are losing in places where they should be winning. They're losing by, Oz is losing by 10 to one of the worst candidates in the history of, of, of the United States, Fetterman. Herschel Walker's losing by 10 to another shit candidate, Warnock, who abused his wife. What? This is amazing because they're not connecting the dots. The Democrats have no problem with hanging Trump around the Republicans' necks, right? All these Republican appoint, uh, anointed anointed candidates who won, 92% of them. The Democrats are doing, having no problem. They're not bashful about calling all of them Trumpers. But the Republicans, for some reason, are not hanging the president with the lowest approval rating in the history of presidents at this point in his term around the necks of the Democrats running. Why they're not doing that? I don't understand. It's so obvious. All the Democrats who are running do not want Biden to show up at any of their rallies for a reason because his approval is 32. Yet these Republicans are too fucking stupid to connect the two, to, to hang this president around the necks of the Democrats in his party who are running. How easy is it? I'm not an expert. I'm not James Carville. I'm not Carl Rove. I don't make seven million a year doing this. I just gave them the keys to winning. How could they not know this? How can they not know this? Crime, inflation, unemployment, small businesses closed, expansion of IRS, coming after the little guy, 
Why aren't they connecting the dots? Why aren't they connecting these things? 80% of the country thinks the country's in the wrong direction. Who controls the House? Who controls the Senate? How easy is this to put into a 30-second ad on every TV in every city in this country till November 8th? What are they doing? Yes, I'm angry because it's so obvious. It's so obvious what they need to do to win, and they're not doing it. And what we're going to get is more Democrats and more authoritarianisms and more crime, and more masking and more vaccine mandates and more anti-science and more Trump derangement syndrome and more shit in this country because the Republicans are not doing what they need to do to win. They're not doing what they need to do to win. And it's incredibly simple. It is not difficult to connect the dots. And yes, the Republicans don't know this by now. This is the United States of America. You got to connect the dots. You can't just say, oh, people know. Oh, people know. Yeah. People know. The Dem- yeah, people know the Democrats were for the lockdowns. People know Democrats were for the useless mask. People know they were for the useless mask vaccine mandates. People know. No, they don't know. They don't know. They don't. Maybe 2% of us know. It's not enough to win an election. You've got to connect the dots. Connect the dots. It doesn't take super intelligence. It doesn't take a great amount of courage. But you have to do it. You have to put two and two together for people. You must. They're not going to do it on their own in this country. They will never do it on their own in this country. Why? Because people are politically ignorant in this country. Most people, the majority, are politically ignorant. They don't follow it close enough. They don't follow it close enough to know who's responsible for what. And, of course, there's this cynical view in this country, and it's there for a reason, that they, everyone sucks. So if I'm a Democrat, I'm just going to vote Democrat. If I'm, you know, I'm just going to vote Democrat because everyone sucks. But I'm not going to vote for Republican. So that's the cynicism that leads to not understanding the political landscape and what's going on. Because most people are not that in tune. Most people don't do what many of us do, which is listen to podcasts or do podcasts or spend a lot of time on social media or watch one or two of the major TV networks. They don't do it. So they're not aware of who's responsible for what. They're not. Remember, There are many people out there, Democrats especially, who thought that half the people who got COVID died or ended up in a hospital. They were clueless as to the real numbers. Totally clueless. So a lot of people out there will probably think that Republicans were equally responsible for lockdowns and masking and vaccine mandates and the failed economy and the small businesses closing, as the Democrats were. Well, of course, it's not true at all. It's not close to being true. Look at how Ron DeSantis handled it compared to Gavin Newsom. Look at how Greg Abbott did it compared to Andrew Cuomo or Kathy Hochul. Look at how any Democrat, Pritzker did it as compared to Nome. It wasn't the same thing, okay? Any Republican mayor compared to a Democrat mayor wasn't the same thing. Were Republicans as strong as I want them to be against it? Absolutely not. But the Democrats, 99% were the ones responsible for where we are now. It was all them, Charlie. 
And do you see any Republicans asking for an extra year in office like the Democratic politicians in San Francisco? Only Democratic politicians in San Francisco are doing that. I don't see any Republican politicians saying, let's cancel the election next year. I don't see any mayor of a Republican city saying, let's cancel my election next year. Give me a free year and free salary for a year. I don't see it. I see it happening in Democrat-run San Francisco. Every politician here is a Democrat. That's what I see. That's where it's happening. So there is a difference, people. As I speak, there is a huge difference. There's a huge chasm between Democrats and Republicans. There's a reason why I end this show five nights a week, every night with vote Democrats out of office, vote them out now. There's a huge difference. This is coming from a former Democrat. This is coming from a former progressive. Listen to what I'm telling you. So I will keep you informed about this crazy November Proposition H to give the politicians of San Francisco a free year and skip the 2020. Skip 2020 was like like, uh, Monopoly. Skip the 2023, go right to 2024. Incredible. It really is stunningly incredible. Other news, in other news, as we wrap up the week, um, Alec Baldwin, <laughs> we haven't talk, I haven't talked about Alec Baldwin in a few weeks. Talk about a, an egotistical, loathsome Democrat. Does he just happen to be a Democrat? Or does it all go together? Does it all go hand in hand? But we know he's a Democrat. He, deny, he still denies pulling that trigger, by the way. When the FBI, after a 10-month, it took the FBI 10 months. It took the Mar-a-Lago FBI, same place, same people, 10 months to figure out that he pulled the trigger. But he pulled the trigger. Still says he didn't pull the trigger. After all these gun experts say, you have to pull the trigger for that gun to go off. You have to. There's no other way to do it. And now, he, what's he doing? What is, what is Alec Baldwin doing? He's blaming Trump supporters. It's Trump supporters who are ganging up on him, who want him arrested. It's Trump. Everything's Trump's fault. Because you know what? Schmucks like Alec Baldwin know that other schmucks and the, and the other liberal schmucks will go for it. All you got to do is say Trump. Trump, I got a headache. Trump's fault. I got a stomachache. Trump's fault. I shot someone on the set. Trump's fault. What a loathsome man. What a, what a scumbag. I like to punch his dumb nose down his dumb, stupid throat. Alec Baldwin, fuck him. And he's lucky he's not in jail. He ran the production. He was the big, he was the executive producer. He was the head honcho. It happened. He's the producer and he's the guy who fucking killed the woman. Okay. He's the producer and he's also the person who pulled the trigger and killed the person and injured another person. The guy should be in jail. He's lucky he can do podcasts and say stupid shit like it's Trump's fault. Like it's the fault of Trump supporters. Maybe the last time I talk about Alec Baldwin makes my feel talking about Alec Baldwin. It's Trump's fault. It's Trump supporters' fault that he pulled the trigger and killed the woman. Trump did it. Trump made him do it. What was it? Who was the um, son of Sam? Said the dogs made him do it. Remember, was, was son of Sam who said the dog, the dogs made him kill everyone. This is about as this is about as as nutty as that. This is about as crazy as that. Alec Baldwin saying Trump supporters are at fault for what he did. Is it just about as crazy, if not nuttier, than saying that a dog is at fault for you going on a murder spree? 
<laughs> and they're out there free, these people. They're out there free among us, roaming free. Roaming free. So I guess the talk is DeSantis, DeSantis Newsom in 2024. That's the talk, right? That's the gossip in this very, very early time. It's way too early to talk about this. But I guess we're going to talk about it anyway. Uh, so the, the early talk is, is DeSantis and Newsom. And uh, there were people out there. This is a, the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. There are people who exist who think that Newsom would wipe the floor with DeSantis. How funny is that? Gavin Newsom would wipe the floor with Ron DeSantis in a, uh, in a debate. In a, in a debate. Oh, can we all pool our money together just to make this happen? Let's just pool our money together and some, maybe we can use that somehow to get both of these guys to magically be the nominee. Fast forward. Talk about fast forwarding through the 2023 election. Fast forwarding through the primary process and both of these guys can be the nominee. Because <laughs> I would love to see Newsom try to uh, wipe the floor with Ron DeSantis. It's so ridiculous. Don't, don't you realize that all of Newsom's his entire head is made up of like L.A. looks hair gel. That's his entire head is L.A. looks hair gel. He's absolutely he's 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 the playboy. He's the hair gel king. I've always called him the hair gel king of California. OK, empty headed playboy. And I would love to see Newsom DeSantis. In fact, if, if it's Newsom and DeSantis, I don't want this three debate thing we've seen for the past several. I want like 17 debates. All right. I want I want a debate a week. OK, and let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Newsom wipe the floor with Ron DeSantis. If I can cue this up and play this for you guys. This is Ron DeSantis. This for is just here, here. Throughout this country. Let me restart this. Sorry, here we, we were America's West Berlin for a lot of people throughout this country. And the interesting thing is some of the people who would come down were actually politicians who would lock their own people down. Governors, mayors, hosts on CNN, they would criticize Florida. They said, you can't do that. They would impose all these different restrictions. And the first chance they got, where would they go? They come down to our state, down in the state of Florida. You'd see them at the Fort Lauderdale Yacht Club or something, sitting there, no mask, just having the time of their life. When even your worst critics are deciding to come down to visit your state, you must be doing something right. Yeah, Newsom would wipe the floor of that. that yeah, Newsom would destroy that guy. Just in that 30 seconds, he would destroy Newsom. Just in that 30 seconds, Gavin, what are you doing in Texas? Gavin, what are you doing in Florida? Gavin, what are you doing at, at uh, the uh, French Laundry? When, everyone else, when you locked everyone else down, when you closed everyone else's business, what were you doing? Here's the photo of you. His hair gel would just melt. It would melt. Like, remember Giuliani's makeup coming down his face? It's ridiculous. Wipe the floor with Ron DeSantis, please. This is why this is the guy who needs to be the nominee. This is the guy that needs to be the nominee, Okay. I know many of my some I don't know many of my listeners. Some of my listeners really like Donald Trump. They want revenge. I understand that. Part of me, even lately, especially with the Mar-a-Lago thing, thinking about that kind of a thing, maybe a little bit of revenge. But I, I, I that doesn't last very long, right? 
that feeling goes away in a few days, a couple of weeks. But I think this guy would make the best candidate and the best president of the United States. You know, it doesn't have, I don't, I, do I have to go through the reasons why he's better than Trump? I mean, he's younger. What is, what is this guy, 43, 44 DeSantis? He wouldn't even be what? He wouldn't even be 50 when he took office? No, not even close. To compared to what, almost 80? Do we really need another octogenarian president? Um, I believe he's better looking, better shape, doesn't have the baggage, anywhere near the baggage Trump has. Is very powerful, as you just heard. I play his clips all the time. Very powerful, very succinct, doesn't take any bullshit from the left or the media, just like Trump, but does it in a less belligerent way, in a actually sharper way and less belligerent. No, I think this is the guy. Plus, he's got the, the recent track record of Florida, where day by day, by the time the primary process starts, about eight, nine months from now, he'll look even better than he looks now. He's looking better and better every day when you look at how Florida handled COVID compared to the rest of the state, compared to the blue states that followed the failed CTC who admits they were a failure. When Ron DeSantis, remember Ron DeSantis wasn't following the CDC guidelines? People said, oh, he's a fascist. Oh, he, he's such a slob. This, the Santa, the Satan, the killer, the kill, all the stupid shit the left said about him. All the stupid crap, all the stupid nicknames they gave him. When he was doing the right thing, when the Democrats were following the useless, destructive CDC, they just admitted they fucked up for two and a half years. So, he looks better and better every day. He sounds better and better every day. The only thing that would stop him from running is himself. And I just cannot believe, cannot believe that he wouldn't run. I can't believe, and I, I, and I would hope, and I've talked about this before, I would hope that Trump running wouldn't stop him because that would make me upset. You know, I would think someone who's as strong as DeSantis and wants to be president of the United States wouldn't let Donald Trump get in his way. Right? Because, you know, as president, you wouldn't let, like, Putin get in your way of doing something, right? So why would you let Donald Trump get in your way in a primary if you have the cojones to be president of the United States? So I would hope he wouldn't let Trump stop him. And I think once a primary process got going, he would defeat Trump. So, that's my guy, as usual, Ron DeSantis. But the idea that in a general election, and I think he's much stronger against Newsom in a general election than Trump would be. Once again, even if you want to look at a superficial level of age and looks. Um, but I just think that uh, he would absolutely destroy Gavin Newsom. Absolutely, we don't have to, We can. T I mean, we can totally laugh off Biden and Kamala Harris and Pete Buttigieg, but he would. If you believe Gavin Newsom is the strongest candidate out of all those people, I think Ron DeSantis would still destroy him. So that's my guy. Yeah, and I, I guess I want to end on this um, thing I was talking about yesterday, which is the no bail, a no bail that was given to this guy who sucker punched the guy into a coma. He was left free. Now, the police in New York City, it's very important to remember, the police did the right thing, as they often do. They arrested him. They found him. They got him, charged him with attempted murder. Absolutely right. And then the DA said, no, no, we've, we've, we've looked at the evidence. Now, the evidence is exactly what you and I and the rest of America saw, which is a guy put on a glove, 
sucker punch a guy in the back of the head, making him fall and crack his skull on the street corner and walk away. That's the evidence that this asshole liberal DA in the, in the Bronx saw, that we all saw. And from that evidence that we all saw, what he saw was a misdemeanor. And misdemeanors, you don't have to have, there's no bail. In New York City, if you're misdemeanor, no bail. But it shouldn't have been a misdemeanor. It should have been a felony, as the police charged him with. So if you're a criminal, if you're a nut job, and you see that you can do something like this and get away with a misdemeanor with no bail out the next day, why won't you do it to 100 people? And that's the problem. They are doing it to 100 people. The savages are taking over our cities because the DAs are allowing the savages to take over. The liberal DAs, Democrats, elected by Democrats, are allowing the savages to take over our cities. And we're all paying for it. And this is one story after another now, right? This is one story. You talk about the bodega worker. Remember they wanted – it's like they want to charge the innocent and not charge the guilty, right? This is the topsy-turvy, weird, upside-down world that Democrats have put us in. That a bodega worker who's defending himself against a criminal gets charged with murder and takes the DA three weeks to drop it, mostly drops it from political pressure. If it wasn't for political pressure – they wouldn't have dropped it. If it wasn't a story, they wouldn't have dropped it. The guy would be on, uh, in jail for murder or on trial for murder. And here's the guy who actually almost kills, may still have killed someone, but let's say attempted to kill someone and gets off scot-free. And this is where we are now. This is where we are. Where the innocent go to jail and the, and the criminals are out in the street. I mean, this is absolutely, you could not write this into a movie. You couldn't. I don't think, how are we going to explain this to future generations? How are we going to write this in history books? Really, how are we going to write this in history books and explain this to people for it to make any sense whatsoever that this is what has become of our, of our society? This is what has become of our society. The criminals get off of misdemeanors and no bail. Those of us who protect ourselves, we have to worry about going to jail for murder. And at the same time, these Democrats, these Democratic mayors and, and city council members and governors say, oh, no, no, you can't arm yourself. You can't protect yourself. We're going to protect you. The police are going to protect you. Well, the police might try to protect you, but then the DAs fuck them over, which is why people don't want to be police anymore. Why would you want to be a police officer? You do your job. You see something like this happen. You get a video of this. You go find the guy. You put in the work. You put in the fucking work. Making what? 30000 40000 maybe fifty if you've been around for a while, a year. How much does the DA make? Three, four, five times that amount? The mayor, how much do they make? 15, 20 times that amount? Same with the governor. And then you do your job, and the DA says, we let him off. Where'd he go? It's like a movie, right? It's like Dirty Harry, right? Well, they say, what happened to the guy? Oh, we let him go. You let him go. Why'd you? And it's, you could, it's, like a, it's like movie, but it's real life now. It's real life now. They do the work, and the DA says, eh, we let him off. He tried to kill a guy, but we let him off. So if, as a cop, think about how that feels if you're a cop. Do you want to keep doing that job? Why are you putting your life on the line? Forget about all the work they put into footwork, right, and the investigative work and informants and so on and so forth to find people. 
But then you're, putting, you're also putting your life online. You're a target. So why would you do that job when the slob that's making two, three times the amount that you are that does not put their life on the line because they have a desk job fucks you over? Why would you want to keep doing your job? And the answer is they don't, which is why cops are quitting. We see cops who are like three or four years from pension that say, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. And people don't want to become cops anymore. And you cannot blame them. You cannot blame them with DAs like this. If anyone wants to call in, by the way, before I end the show, if anyone wants to call in in the next five minutes or so, you're free to call. If you want to talk about anything I've talked about, anything that's happened this week, anything that's on your mind. If you're like poor Daniel and your car got broken into. You can feel free to call in. Well, I have a message. Who is it? Evil is what runs out klepto, klepto, kleptocracy as democracy is transformed into fascism. Into fascism. Yes. Well, look, the fact of the matter is, and that's from uh, Comic Love here, but the fact of the matter is, it, the answer is so simple. The answer is so simple. Prosecute people who commit criminal crimes. Why is that so difficult? What do you take? Is that why you take that job as a prosecutor? Isn't that your job as a prosecutor to prosecute criminals? Isn't that your job? And they say, well, there are too many criminals, too many people in jail, they're overcrowding. Well, you see, if you start prosecuting people, you're not going to have to worry about overcrowding because less people are going to commit crimes. More people commit crimes now because they feel they can get off scot free. If you prosecute people, if you show there's a punishment, you must show there's a punishment. I've talked about that, about the CDC and the people who made decisions. And next week, I'll get into more. There are more reports coming out every day about how these lockdowns cause more harm and deaths than COVID itself. There were stories written in, the, uh, in, in London, in the UK today about that. We'll talk about that more on, on Monday's show. I'll put together some articles to read for you. But those people need to be punished, just like these criminals need to be punished. You need punishment. Yeah, you, you, you need punishment. And then people, that's, that's called a deterrent. Because they see that people have done the same thing they've done, have been punished, and therefore they're not going to do that because they don't want to be punished. How, how difficult is that to understand? How difficult is that concept to understand? A dog understands that concept. A dog understands the concept of reward and punishment. They understand all of that stuff. These DAs can't get it. These DAs can't get it? Hey, Cheech, you're calling in. What's up? Cheech, you there? Cheech, you have to unmute your... There you go. Now I see you. What's up? What's up, Hey, Mike? how you doing? How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, ah, big fan of the show, man. I listen to you all the time. Yeah, I know. I see you there all the time. Glad you called in. Yeah, so um, I missed the beginning of the show, but I heard you talking about how cops don't want, you know, they're, they're getting out as soon as they can. It's funny because I just had a conversation with a cop maybe a week ago. And uh, I live in San Francisco, too. So I was like, man, I, I don't know how you guys do this job in this town. He was just like shaking his head. And I was like, well, at least they got rid of that fucking DA. And uh, yeah, he was happy about that. But then, you know, I go, most of the cops I know, I know a few cops that they, they got out or they're they're getting out as soon as they can. And uh, he looked at me and said, I got two more years and I'm out of here. It's like, they're not going to be able to keep any competent police officers in this town. 
um, because of the way things are going. And then what we're going to end up with is a police force full of like half-assed cops because the only people, the only people they're going to be able to recruit are people that are desperate for work. You, you know, know what? You, you bring that up, Cheech. I, I was walking a couple of days ago. I was walking through the financial district, and I see a couple of cops. And one of them was about 100 pounds overweight, you know, with a belt hanging down in the pants. <laughs> yeah, I'm, thinking yeah. myself, I'm thinking to myself, how in the world is this guy going to catch someone who's athletic, who's running away? Anyway, I could, I, I, I'm, I'm in decent shape. I, I, he, I, he never could have caught me. But let's say a young guy who's in really good shape, whatever race they may be, how is he going to catch them? There's no I chance. I don't know why. Yes. I don't know why they don't have like regular physical regimens that they have to keep up. Um, They used used to be. But you see, what happened was the unions stopped that. The unions said that wasn't fair. That's the problem. So, you know, as much as we can, as much as, you know, when when a union boss comes out like that guy Lynch in New York and talks about how the cops are, you know, need help. And I I agree with him. Those are the same people who say, no, no, we can't have these kinds of uh, strict, you know, requirements for a police officer. You can't do that. It's illegal. It's it's unconstitutional to say you, you, you must be, you can't be 80, 85 pounds overweight and be a cop. But I I think that's wrong. I think for that particular job, it's important to be in shape. Absolutely. It's a requirement. That's insanity. We live in clown world, man. I don't know what the fuck is going on, Mike, but this town has gone to shit. I don't know. I missed the beginning of your, of your, of oh, your well, show. Since you, well, I'll repeat it in a second. Since you're, I didn't know you were in San Francisco. You should know if you're in San Francisco, you should know this. But before I get to that, I want to say that the problem also is you have cops that are out of shape, right? So cops are out of shape and they're chasing after a guy, right? They're on foot chasing after him because they can't do it with a car chase. So what the, what we see happen from time to time is they'll shoot the guy in the back, right? <laughs> and we're thinking, why they shoot the guy? Because they can't catch them. That's why they shoot the guy in the back. Of course, that's totally illegal and the cops should go to jail for it. But that's the problem with these cops not being physically fit. It causes stupid things like that. Exactly. They can't, they can't handle business physically. And so they're going to resort to the weapon as fast as possible because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're so goddamn scared, you know? Right. Um, right. Well, Cheech, what I was saying at the beginning of the show was that you might not know this. I didn't know it till today, but in San Francisco, when you go to vote in November, do you yeah. know what they put? The, the politicians here put something on the ballot. They put it, it's called Initiative H. Oh, that's right. H, where they that's want to skip right. the 2023 election. And go right to twenty. They want to keep their office for one more year free. They want a free year in office. They want to cancel the twenty twenty three election and run in twenty twenty four to quote unquote save money. Oh, that's, save that's, yeah. that's the reasoning to save some cash. Yeah, yeah. Because it's an off year election. <laughs> and, and why, why, bo- why bother? You know, you get twenty percent voter turnout. So why bother? Doing it? <laughs> Fuck you is what I say to that man. Um, sorry, excuse my language. No, but, but could, could you imagine if Trump if Trump had said let's cancel the twenty twenty? Exactly. Yeah. Right. They'd yeah, be yeah. so, Mike. I'm very similar to you in that. You know, I voted for Bernie back in the day. Like I, you know, it's like I, I Trump was not. I was not a Trump person. Um, but you know, after a couple of years of him, I'm like, okay, so the guy's a little bit of a buffoon, but he's not as bad as they 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 make him out to be, right? And, and, uh, so, so I'm very much in the same boat as you. I'm like, I'm the way I look at it, I'm so fed up with the way the Democrats conducted themselves over the last two years that I'm just going to say, fuck you and vote for, for the GOP just because Mm -hmm. it's like, why should we keep rewarding them with elections? You can't. I mean, they because they have D, you know, like, fuck you. Well, as much as, as much as they screwed up, it, it would just embolden them. 
Well, I think the hypocrisy, especially of our representatives, right? So you got you got Newsom, you got Pelosi running around without their masks on when they were making everybody mask up, close their businesses, all the shit that they did. Now everybody's just going to forget that and be worried because oh, I don't know, I you know they're going to vote just on one issue like abortion. Like fuck, don't keep giving them the ball if they're going to fucking keep throwing it out of bounds. I don't know what. Well, and that's it. And that, that's the whole thing. And that's why Ron DeSantis is so great, because Ron DeSantis and I like Ron him DeSantis, too. Yeah, isn't afraid to shove it in their faces to show the hypocrisy, you know, to put a mirror to them and show what hypocrites they are and have been over the last two and a half years. You yeah, know, it, and it, I, I don't know. And I don't I don't I don't think I don't think the Republicans can. You know, the Republicans like to talk about the Democrats having a very, you know, very, uh, very bad bench, right? A weak bench. Not many people who can run. Well, the Republicans don't have a great bench either, if you think about it, right? I mean, they, no, got, I Trump, mean, they got Trump. In yeah, DeSantis, DeSantis, That's DeSantis is the best is the best bet um, as far as I'm concerned, just because the guy can actually complete a sentence. He can, uh, you know, he, he's smart. I think he graduated from Yale or something. I mean, he's not a dummy. You know, he no, can handle he's a very them. smart guy. He's no, I mean, you watch guy. him handle these reporters. They come out there with agendas, and he just, he just clowns them intellectually. It's hilarious. And it, he does. It's he's, like, he's incredibly prepared all the time. He's, well, he's and, he, and, yeah. and and he's usually right most of the time. It's like every time you look a little behind the scenes, like if you if you see an edit like that sixty minute story that they ran on him a while back, and then you watch the actual full length reply and question it it's a totally different story um they were trying to accuse him of being on the take for supplying vaccines to publics before at some other places it's a bunch of bullshit and and, it's, and so it makes you question everything and then you start to look back over the decades and it's just like man what have i been falling for this whole time this is this is a you know i've been a registered democrat most of my life right and uh you know, the only reason I don't go independent is because I, as far as I know, you can't vote in the primaries um, for for a candidate if you're not registered in that party, right? No, that, not, that, here. not here, not yeah, here. No, 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 no. I'm saying you're wrong. <laughs> if oh. you're if, if you're independent, which is no party here, there is no independent here. It's no party NP, right? You you can uh, you have to you could choose you choose one party or the other. You choose one ballot okay. or the other. Okay. So you could be you could be no party, and then you know in November. But then you have to decide. Well, I'm sorry. In the primary process, you have to decide which party you're going to take, which one you're going to. You can't vote for both. You can't vote in both primaries, obviously. But you right, can pick right. one or the other. That's why I, I'm no party here now. I'm registered no party. I went from Democrat to Green to no party. So right now I'm no party. Um, and you can, as no party, you can choose which primary you want to vote in, basically. I see. You know. So I don't. So actually, here in San Francisco, there's no reason to to register as Democrat or Republican. Because gotcha. you can still vote, you can still vote in whatever primary you choose to vote in. You okay. know? So you still be able to vote in the Republican primary in twenty twenty four, registered as a no party person. Okay. You okay. know, so yeah. I, you know, I, I've I've gone back and forth. Should I should I register as Republican? Should I register as Libertarian? And the fact of the matter is, I don't think it matters at this point, as long as I can vote, right? As yeah, long as exactly. I, as long as I can go vote for Ron DeSantis if I want to in a primary, I'm I'm fine with that. Well, we'll you see know. what happens. I mean, they seem, they seem to give Trump all kinds of fuel with this FBI raid. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Well, we'll see if that causes any momentum. You know, if, if it causes, yeah. you know, Trump supporters to say, you know what, we're, we're really pissed off now. We're not going to take this anymore and, and come out in November in bigger numbers. If it, if it energizes them more, we can, we'll yeah. see that. We'll, we'll see yeah. if that happens. I think it will, actually. I think it will. And as we go through the fall into the election, as 
people see there's really absolutely nothing to this whatsoever, I think it's going to get Republicans even more angry and independents even more angry that this that this happened again. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's ridiculous. And then you got that, that idiot Sam Harris comparing him to a flying asteroid or something. I mean, it's just like everybody's gone nuts, Mike. I, I, this world, I don't understand it. I'm around the same age as you. It's like I, mm-hmm. I don't get, I don't get this world that we live in now. It's, it's well, gone crazy. It's in the Trump derangement syndrome, as I've talked about many times. It, it yeah. fuels a lot of it, man. It fuels so much of this. Where to the normal person that doesn't have that problem, doesn't have that syndrome, it appears crazy. I mean, just it, just bat crap crazy with these yeah. people. Yeah. You know, it, it, it does. It's embarrassing. Our city's embarrassing now. It's it's so sad. Um, well, and we have to defeat this proposition. There's no way we should give them a free year. I mean, this, no is, absolutely, <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous. It's no, absolutely criminal. it's absolutely it's like I said, it, it, it shows what balls they have just to do this. Right. You know, last <laughs> night you were talking about just like having to look over your back and people like just getting accosted on the street and everything. And, um, and, and, and I, I'm, I go through the same thing. Like I, I every time I, I go out now, I'm, I'm just constantly like making sure I'm looking over my shoulder. I run into people all that run into crazies all the time. And I live out, out in the West side of the city where it's supposed to be quiet out here, but mm. we get it out here too, you know? And, um, it, it, so I always have like mace and a knife on me. Um, mm. I can't carry a gun because it's almost impossible to get a permit in this town. So, oh yeah, you no, know. you can't defend yourself. No, the Democrats don't let you defend. That's the that's as as Adams, that moron in New York City, said. That would make it the wild west if we allowed <laughs> citizens to have guns. Defend okay, so what about that guy in Indiana that killed that mass shooter before he got? Of course, you know, of course. Like, come on. Look, the good guy with the gun theory is not one hundred percent reliable. It's not always going to be someone there. Yeah, it's not, but it's the, not always good. But if there is, at least there's a shot, right? Yeah, but the cops ain't coming either. You know what I no, mean? It's like you're on your own. Yes, like absolutely. They, yeah, they want that, you on your own, and then they don't want to give you the ability to defend yourself, and they'll they'll let these fuckers walk. Right. The, the next day, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I've never owned a gun, but you know what? Day by day, I think more and more about it. So I tell you what, dude. I I recently purchased a couple. Um, they're legit, you know, I'm all on the up and up, they're legal and everything, but, um, I'm, I'm like, fuck that. I'm, they're, they're just for the home, for home defense. Well, um, that's, all, but, that's, that, that's all they really allow here. It's very tough. Yeah, to I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's all they allow here, you know, I but know. I don't, it's okay. You live out in the West. If people don't understand that in San Francisco, the Western part of the city is more, uh, less urban, you know, there's more homes. There aren't as many. You know, apartment buildings aren't as many restaurants and stuff. So I understand that. But where I live, I live like in city central. Mm-hmm. So it's like it doesn't matter. I, I, live in a, I live in a condo building. I'm not afraid of my home being invaded. I have a security guard in my building. I, I, I feel safe when I'm in my home. I don't feel right. safe when I'm out in the streets. That's when I'd want the protection. Yeah. That's no, I, I, and I, and I yeah. hear you. And, and, and yeah, I run into people that are like, you know, that, that are not in their right mind. They're definitely like drugged out or they're having an episode like a bipolar episode or something and they need help and they're unpredictable, man. You don't know what's going to happen. And sometimes they'll look, you know, you try, I, I try not to make eye, eye contact. Right? Well, were, you, were you listening a few shows ago when I said that guy screamed at me in the middle yes, of the street? That's and, yeah. what I'm talking about. That's why I brought it up. That's why I brought it yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, I was, this was three 30 in the afternoon. In the yeah, no, the exactly, exactly. Yeah. I right. walk my dogs out here, and it's just like it's constant, man. It, it's people don't understand. They think we're exaggerating when we talk about this stuff, and oh. it's not an exaggeration, people. Like the reason it's I not. got the weapons was because of the home invasions that have been happening out here. 
Like there have right. been a lot of them. And they come two or three guys at a time with guns. They, they, they want to tell us, oh, you can't have more than 10 rounds in your gun. It's like, you motherfuckers, these guys are kicking down doors and they got two or three weapons on them. I'm know. supposed to have only 10 shots? I Fuck know. you. I know. I know. And I, and I understand. You don't know. And the problem with crazy people is, I mean, a normal person, you know, I, I'm not trying to pump myself up too much, but a normal person who's, who's sane would not, would not try to take me on face to face. Right. Now, we can all be that poor guy at that bus stop in the Bronx who was just standing there and the guy sucker punched him in the back of the head. We can all be that guy, you know, an unsuspecting sucker punch from a, from a nut job. And that's what these nut jobs will do. They're not going to take you on face to face. They're not going to do it. But some of them who are really crazy, it, it might not matter. It might not matter to them. So oh. the, the fact of the matter is we need to be able to defend ourselves because the D. I don't want to blame the cops. The DAs are not putting these people in jail. The DAs are not prosecuting criminals. What's going to happen, and I think was it Daniel or someone brought this up on the show the other day, is there's going to start being vigilante justice. There's going to start being vigilante yeah. justice simply because the DAs are not doing their job. Yeah, and like you said, you, then the, the vigilante would be the one that goes to jail and it'll be probably be the only one that does time. I don't Absolutely. know why. You know, I don't know why. Absolutely. So block. Yeah, on a lighter note, since it's Friday, Cheech, are you a are you a fan of Dawn of the Dead? Is that why you have that avatar? I love Dawn of the Dead, man. I see, I thought, I'm, a little, I'm a little disappointed. I thought, you, I thought you might have been George Romero. Oh, what are you going to say? <laughs> Sorry <laughs> to let you down. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, interesting because uh, I don't think I'm many people would recognize that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't even know. I don't even remember where I got the got the the icon, the profile pic. I think it might have been automatically chosen for me. I don't know. I don't. Well, remember. it's interesting because living in San Francisco is almost like we're living in Dawn of the Dead, well, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially where you live. I mean, if you're down there at city city center, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, no, it's 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 zombie land. Sometimes it really. I is. won't even go down there if I don't have to. You know, it's like no, I don't blame you. I don't. I don't blame you. It's almost like people who live outside of San Francisco don't come here. Unless they have to. No. They don't, no I mean, no. No. it's funny. You know, I was on the East Coast um, a year ago, and this is a year ago, and, and the East Coasters were asking me. I was up in the New England area, and they were, like, talking about San Francisco and asking me if it's, hey, should, you know, is it really as bad? I said, don't bother visiting. It is it is as bad as they say it is. It's it's terrible. I go, dude, you're going to have to, you know, if you leave something in the car, it's, your car's going to get busted into. Uh, if you stay at the wrong hotel, you'll be, like, a block away from the epicenter of, of fentanyl land, it, it, you know, th these guys couldn't believe it. They were like, oh, wow, I wasn't sure if it was as bad as they say it was. So if you ask me, it is. You know, it's pretty bad. Yeah. And in fact, I'll, I'll have someone on before I when I was doing my podcast on Spotify, before I found this call in, I have I have a, a mothers against drug debts. Uh, they're very. Mm. Have you seen the billboard they put up in San Francisco? Yeah, yes. It's so I had, on the person, I had on the woman who Jackie who put that up. And uh, I might have, I should have her on again because I really should do Jackie Berlin. I should do another another podcast on fentanyl and have on mothers who have actually lost their kids to this because this is actually a very big issue. And of course, oh, I know. I, 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 there's no state I, of emergency for fentanyl, right? There's a state of emergency. I personally know people that in my family that are heavily affected by it, so it's touched my life that way too. And so, yeah, like I have no sympathy for those dealers. Uh, you know, it's like, and I also understand. Um, having to deal with addiction. I've never been a big addict myself. Like I'm not, you know, I smoke a little weed, but, um, but so many of my friends, family members, whatever people I know, like have, 
had drug problems and um and, and fentanyl's I mean meth is probably the worst one I've seen, but fentanyl's pretty bad too. Um and it's 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 ravaging the communities um in yeah. our area big yeah. time. But COVID yeah. emergency, monkeypox emergency, three people have monkeypox, but there's no fentanyl emergency. When <laughs> yeah, kids. exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, which, which you, yeah, that shows, it shows what hypocrites they are. Put right? a mask on, it'll protect you. I mean, they, they, they don't care about real issues. They only care about fake issues, political <laughs> yeah. issues. Yes, you know, I know. I know. That's, that's what it comes to. The real issues, the, the real things that are happening don't matter. It's just they're fake things that a political narrative they want to pr- push that's all that matters to them man that's all that matters to them and that that's that's the sad thing and i you know i i i just cannot believe i can't i cannot believe democrats are going to win again i can't i can't believe it do you i mean well we don't know that you think so i just don't like the polls i'm afraid of the polls I, yeah but you the know, polls are wrong too sometimes. i'm going with the I mean, micah chopley theory of of the fact that there are many people like you and me they're not picking up in the polls People who have voted Democrat their whole lives, who, at least for this election, if not beyond, will vote Republican. And that's not being picked up by the pollsters like Florida. Right. Florida has like 230 before, you know, before Ron DeSantis was governor, which was only three years ago. Florida had like 250,000 more Democrats than Republicans. Now it's flipped. It's almost 200. It's like flipped a half million. I opposite. think you're right. I think your theory right. is correct. I think we're, we're like a silent majority that they don't really know about because I think right. I think people even, you know, when they're taking these polls, they're not being completely honest either. And um, I don't know. It's just human nature. I've I heard some study about that. But if you look at the, the first Trump election, I mean, the polls were all saying Hillary was going to smoke them and they were wrong. You're so. right. That's true. And also the polls were saying the Democrats were going to do better in the 2020 election as far as the House and Senate goes. And they did. I mean, there were, there were polls that were saying that Democrats would, you know, have many more than five seat majority and and a tie in the Senate. So they were they were off there as well. You know, Democrats were underperformed as a, as far as the polls go in 2020. So it's always possible, and I really think that there's been such a shift over the last two years by a lot of people, like you, me, and people who've left this city, and people like Elon Musk who said he voted Democrat his whole life until now. So I think all those people are going to be tough for the pollsters to pick up on it. And I'm really hoping this is the case because I just can't believe after what we've experienced over the last two and a half years, especially the last year and a half of Biden and the Democrats controlling everything that people would say here, take more control. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't believe that. I just, I just, I, 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 refuse I just, it's funny, man, before, before Biden won, you know, I was in a discussion with some coworkers and, you know, they were talking about the election. Of course they were all like anti-Trump people. And I was like, and they were making fun of the way Trump talked or something. I said, yeah, but like, what about Biden? Like that guy can barely remember what he said two seconds ago. And, and exactly. kind of laughed and said, I said, I don't think I'm voting for either one of them. You know, like, I don't like the choices they're giving me, man. I'm right. tired of this shit. And right. uh, they were like, no, no, you got to vote. Like, it was like, it was, and I, I said, we're in California. My vote doesn't even matter. It's going to go blue anyways. What are you guys worried about? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, <it's, laughs> you can't talk logic to them because they have this, 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 this uh, derangement syndrome. And everything that's that's all that matters to them, man. That's all that matters. I, I, I just I know people who are just so obsessed with Donald Trump that nothing else matters. No, that nothing, it's nothing crazy. Yeah. It it's funny, when he first got elected, I was pretty tripped out too. I couldn't believe it. I was like, man, this idiot got, you know, and uh but I definitely came around to not really liking the guy, but just understanding he's not as bad as everybody made him out to be, you know, like it's greatly exaggerated. The economy was going strong. Everything up until COVID was fine. 
Um, and then when exactly. COVID hit, yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't that bad. And we weren't in, in, he didn't get us into any new wars. Right. Um, I like the fact that he ribbed the C, the CCP a little bit. Um, I'm not a big fan of them. Um, for reasons of, for, you know, like the way they influence our culture mm-hmm. in terms of, um, so like if in, in the entertainment industry, for instance, like the way they would manipulate movies to not have certain, like you can't have a Taiwanese flag on, on somebody's, right. you know, that kind of stuff. It's just like, it's really annoying that, that like soft power that they have. Like, right. I'm really, I'm really I'm a strong proponent of freedom of expression. That's the other reason I'm really fed up with the Democrats or the left, I guess I should say is I've always been about free speech and freedom of expression and people should be able to say whatever they want, as, you know, within like, as long as you're not threatening somebody, of course, right. The, the standard, but they seem to be all about censorship, right? Like you couldn't talk about anything. You couldn't discuss anything out in the open. Um, and when I say out in the open, I'm obviously referring to like the common social spaces that are online now. Um, and discuss a lot of the things that turned out to be true, right? Like the efficacy of the vac- vaccines, um, you know, the viability of masks. Every, everything the CDC just said, if you or I said that on social media, we're banned. We were banned. No, exactly. Right. Exactly. exactly. And that's the, the and I'm just, you know, they're, they, they're all for censorship now. And they're all for joining, they're mm-hmm. exerting state power. Look, this is the difference, and this is a very important difference between, yes, I understand that there are people on the left with Trump derailing position, and there are people on the right who just are obsessed with loving him. I get that. There are. There are people who are obsessed mm-hmm. with loving him. Yeah. That he's the best thing since sliced bread. Of course, he's not. But here's the difference. The people on the left will cancel you for not agreeing with them. The people yep. on the right yeah, yes. will not. The people yes. on the left don't even want to discuss things with you. The people on the right will discuss things with you. They'll argue. No, they act like you got right. cooties or something. And that's, that, I mean, that, that's a huge difference because there's yes. something called freedom of speech and expression in this country, and you shouldn't be canceled or eliminated because of it. That's yeah, the people, people are brainwashed. They're a bunch of fucking sheep. Uh, and, and sorry, me. sorry, I swear a little bit, man. I, I like so your why? East Coast, so I like why? Your you know East Coast style. Listen, when I get when I get mad, I I, I go at it, don't I? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I get you know what, yeah. Cheech, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna end the show in a few minutes. But thanks for calling. Call back yeah, again man. next week. All right. Yeah. Talk Have to a you good later. weekend. Have a good uh, weekend. You too, man. All right. Bye. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. All right. So, um, what I want to end on is one positive note. Greg Gudfeld beats Colbert to claim title as ratings king of late night. That's amazing, by the way. It's amazing that someone on Fox News. Is the king of late night, beating ABC, CBS, NBC, unheard of. But if you watch Gutfeld, you'd understand why. If you don't watch him, you should. So he is now the king of late night, a cable show beating the networks. It's a, it's absolutely insane. But people want real. People don't want woke. They don't want bullshit. They don't want pandering. And they don't want people who are not funny like Colbert and Fallon. So Gutfeld is great. I love him. I love watching. Congratulations, Greg Gutfeld. All right. It's been a great week. I want to thank uh, Cheech for calling in, all, the, all of my uh, listeners. And uh, we'll be right back at it next uh, week, Monday night. The show is called And Let's Be Heard. I'm Micah Chopley. And remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you Monday.